0: The following is my conversation with David Chalmers, author of the new book Subreferences. Mm. In this wide-ranging discussion, we discuss topics such as servomotorism and philosophy of Seneca. Enjoy, enjoy. This show is possible because of uh, us confusedness. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to have the conversations we do and make the connections that we do. So thank you, use confusedness. Without you, I am nothing. Hi, David. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, no problem.
0: So tell us a little about your new book, Subreferences.
1: Well, Subreferences is a book about the theory of subreferences. It's a brand new idea in the philosophy of language and semantics, and it has a lot of implications for understanding how meaning works in our languages and conceptual systems. So what exactly is a subreference? A subreference is a reference that refers to something that is not itself being referred to. For example, in the sentence, the cat is on the mat, the expression in the cat is a subreference because it refers to something else. In this case, the cat on the mat.
0: And what are some of the implications of recognizing subreferences?
1: Well, one implication is that we need to change our understanding of referential relations in our languages. For example, in English, we often talk about things being in context. For example, you might say Bob is in his office, and I might say the cat is under the table. But if we take account of subreferences, then these expressions actually have different meanings. In the first case, Bob is supposed to be referentially connected to his office. He's located inside it. While in the second case, the cat might be located anywhere under the table. Mm-hmm. So our understanding of referential relations needs to be revised in light of the discovery that there are subreferences in our language.
0: And does this revise our understanding of concepts too?
1: Absolutely. Concepts are involved in both referential relations and meaning-making. They're central to both linguistic comprehension and thought. So if if we want to understand how meaning works in our language and conceptual systems, we need to take account of subreferences.
0: That all sounds pretty complex. So how do you think people will react when they learn about subreferences?
1: Some people will embrace it enthusiastically, while others will find it difficult to accept. But ultimately, it's up to philosophers and linguists to figure out how best to incorporate it, pro- incorporate this new theory into their theory, into their theories and explanations. It's an exciting challenge. That's definitely true. Hmm. So
0: I imagine there's a lot of interesting discussions and exchanges that will happen as a result of this new idea.
1: Absolutely. The theory of subreferences has the potential to radically change our understanding of language, semantics, and conceptual systems. So it's an exciting area of research that's still in its early stages.
0: That sounds very promising.
1: So tell us a little bit about your own view on the topic. Personally, I'm torn on the implications of subreferences. On the one hand, they give us an important new perspective on how meaning works in our languages and conceptual systems. On the other hand, they can be quite challenging to understand and accept. But ultimately, I think it's up to philosophers and linguists to figure out how best to incorporate and incorporate them into their theories and explanations.
0: That sounds like a pretty balanced viewpoint. So are there any other topics you would like to discuss related to
1: subreferences? Absolutely, there are a lot of other implications that haven't been explored in depth yet, such as the implications of subreferences for non-linguistic thought processes, like thinking about causality or planning. So there's a lot of potential for further research in this area.
0: That sounds like a really exciting field to study. So what's next for you,
1: Well, I'm currently working on revising my original paper on subreferences so that it's more formally consistent and comprehensive. And then I'm planning to write more articles and books about the theory of subreferences over the next few years. It's an exciting area of research that's still in its early stages, but I believe it has a lot of potential to radically change our understanding of language and semantics.
0: Well, David Chalmers, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time.
1: You're welcome. It was my pleasure.
0: Are you curious about the implications of subreferences for language and conceptual systems? Then you'll definitely might wanna to listen to this episode of Lexman Artificial featuring David Chalmers. David discusses the ideas of servomotorism and the philosophy of Seneca and their effects on our understanding of referential relations and concepts. You want to miss this. And to end this episode, a poem named The Servomotors the several motors keep the gears turning in the factory of the mind. They move us from thought to thought, depending on what we need to know.